Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here with what I call a caffeine cast for the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. Uh, I think that there's a famous saying, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. And there's so many people out there that feel really overwhelmed and stretched a bit thin and too, too busy and too many things going on. And I think, well, isn't that what you want in your life? You know, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're starting a business, don't you want too many opportunities rather than not enough? Uh, you know, like if you've got a little bit too much to get done, then you'll get more done. Uh, one of my mentors, um, who's very wise, he's read, what, 32,000 books, something like that. He says to me that if you want to engender and create really positive, inspired, hardworking, motivated, results driven people, then what you need to do is give them a little bit too much to do and a good deadline to get it done. So, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there really feeling this first world problem of overwhelm. It's a very new thing, isn't it? I mean, thousands of years ago, no one was worried about being overwhelmed. We were just trying to, um, you know, survive. And I think there's a lot of people now, maybe even in the, only the last couple of decades, where people, it's this like a, you know, it's, I call it like a really first world problem. It's not really a problem, is it? Oh, I've got too many opportunities. Oh, I'm too busy with too many things going on. Surely it's a good thing. So I guess what I want to say that I understand that we're all a bit more overwhelmed than we used to be. And I want to point out that it's a good thing, not a bad thing, because a bit of a deadline and one or two many two things to do can get you to step up. What will being overwhelmed force you to do? It will force you to um, leverage. It will force you to prioritise. You know, it will force you to align with people who are better at getting it done so you can palm off the things you don't want to do to get it done. It will, it will force you to train other people to take on your ideas, your products, your income streams. Um, and I tend to also overwhelm myself quite a lot. You know, it's funny how we blame the world, don't we, for all the emails coming in and all the notifications, interruptions, except, you know, we sent the email out to get the email back. And when we're bored, we create more work. This tends to be an entrepreneurial curse. Um, so we've got to realise that if we're overwhelmed, it's exactly what we've created and manifested into our life. But I think it's a really good thing. I don't think it's something to have a problem with. You know, I invest in my education a lot. I do a lot of courses all over the world. And, um, you know, I'd rather do one too many than one not enough. I'd rather, you know, sometimes people are, oh, too much information. Well, why is that a problem? Isn't it good to have a lot of information? What I also find it tends to do is it tends to stretch your mind. So, you know, you get yourself slightly overwhelmed, you know, and it's that fine line, isn't it, between your mind expanding and being able to take on more information more quickly, building up your intuition with the sort of meltdown of too many things to do. So if you do push yourself slightly in terms of how many tasks you can handle, how many partnerships you can manage, how many staff you can manage yourself, you know, how many income streams you can juggle, just push yourself out of your comfort zone slightly, then what you'll find is um, your brain will be able to handle more coming in. Um, and one of my other mentors says that your mind, once expanded, can't go back to its original shape, form or capacity. 
i.e. once you've learned something and see something, you can't unsee it. So once you've stretched your ability to spin a few plates, you've got an ability to spin a few more plates. And if you think about, you know, the, the world's most successful entrepreneurs, uh, you know, they can manage many different businesses, you know, like Virgin with Richard Branson. As, you know, how many businesses does that man have? And what he does is he creates lots of ideas and then immediately passes them on to that member of the team, that member of the team, that's, you know, that specialised company. Um, so really, well, he's constantly spinning a load of plates, but can do it very quickly, um, has taught himself to be able to handle a load of ideas, assimilate them with the practice of being overwhelmed continuously into, yeah, that's an opportunity, I have to say no to that. Now, if you really do want to reduce your overwhelm, you have to start saying no. Uh, and it's like in, in business and life in general, your pursuit of to, towards success, it's like to get ahead, you have to say yes, 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 yes. And then once you become successful and you make it a good income stream and you've got too many opportunities, you have to start saying no, 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 no. But another one of my friends, and you could regard him as a mentor as well, his name is Neville Wright. He sold Kitty Care for 75 million. He's worth more than 200 million. His, his mantra in life is, the answer is yes, what's the question? So, you know, really what he's trying to say is, he doesn't mind being overwhelmed. He doesn't mind having too many opportunities because opportunities to say yes, create results. They create income streams. And, it, you know, if you do end up saying no to everything because you've got one too many things on or you feel like it's not the, wrong, the right time, I get how that's good for your health and your wellness and this whole thing about essentialism and minimalism, you know, say no, don't take, take too many things on. But sometimes an opportunity comes to you and it's the right thing. And okay, it's the wrong time, but it's the right thing. And you either bat it off, in which case you might not get asked again, or you make it happen and you have just a bit too many things on um, to force you. It's like your muscles, you know, like I'm not a, a PT guru, but you know, I, I think we all know the fact that you have to put your muscles or your heart rate on overload. You know, have to overstress your muscles in order for them to grow. You have to overstress your, you know, your heart rate in order for your lung capacity to increase. And it's the same with business and managing staff and managing tasks and managing income streams and managing all the incoming emails. It's like, it's like all the overwhelm is just training you to be able to handle more. And don't you want to handle more? So in this world where everyone's saying, oh, sell all your stuff and, you know, have no um, possessions and, you know, minimalism and do nothing and be nothing and say nothing. I'm like, nah, give me more. Give me more, 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 more. Expand my capacity and my strength to deal with it. If everyone else is having less and chucking everything out, I'll have it all, thanks. Chuck it all my way. I get loads of emails, loads of messages, loads of opportunities. And okay, I have to say no to a lot of them, but that's because I can instantly tell that they're not right. But any opportunity that looks half good, we've got, we're, we're maybe launching a new finance course at the moment. We're maybe not launching a new LinkedIn course. I'm writing two books as we speak. I've just done a deal with Joel Rautner to write a new book with him called Reinvent Yourself. And I am a bit overwhelmed. You could probably hear by the way I'm talking to you. I have got one too many things to do. And that makes me feel alive. And that makes me feel energized. And that's how I want to be. Because what's the other option? Boredom. And you definitely, you definitely do not want to see a board. Me, I'm sure most entrepreneurs, if you're bored, all you do is go and break everything that you created. Um, so, yeah, I just want to mention overwhelm. It's not a bad thing. It stretches you. Overwhelm me. I love it. I think that's a great opportunity to get more done, to, you know, be more successful, to be more relentless, to make hay while the sun shines. This is the thing as well. When's the recession, recession coming? Some people say next year. Some people say in five years. Most people agree it's coming. So, oh, no, I'm not going to say no to any... I'm not going to say yes, sorry, to any opportunities right now. No, 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 I've got enough on my plate, blah, blah, blah. You say no to all these good opportunities and then bang, massive recession. All your properties go down 30%. There's no more business to be had. So make hay while the sun shines. 
Now, I just want to say, because this was supposed to be um, a caffeine caster, not a Rob's rant. I am not saying overwhelm yourself so much that you have a complete meltdown. I'm not saying that there aren't many opportunities you should say no to. You should. Um, if you know it's not right for you, if you're doing it through guilt or fear of missing out or because someone wants you to do it or because they're calling in a favour, they may be the wrong reasons to say no. But there's something you want to do, whether you're busy or not busy, with the opportunities that you want to forge in your life. They don't come when you want them. They come when the world wants them, when they're ready, not you're ready. Uh, and I believe you should always be open to those opportunities. All right, so thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this caffeine cast, which turned into a Rob's rant, uh, useful. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.